always unto the Lord. Over the past few weeks, we have had visitors from several members of the Bible story as we await the coming of the Christ child. Isaiah found hope in the coming of this child. Elizabeth experienced peace after meeting with Mary. Tamar, the innkeeper's wife, encountered love in the stable. And Isaac, the shepherd boy, learned of joy when he heard the angels singing. Have you found this hope, experienced this peace, encountered this love, found this joy? We come tonight to share in the fullness of the story. We've heard the testimonies from the witnesses who have lit this wreath. And tonight we rejoice that joy is found, love experienced, hope encountered, and peace made known. Scripture tells us that unto those who were in darkness, a great light has been given. Let us walk in the light of Christ.
Would you please pray with me as we join together in the Christmas prayer? Word of God, shine among us, live within us, enlighten the world through the witness you empower us to make. We who believe proclaim your sovereignty and accept your reign. Make your rule so discipline our decisions and our actions that your presence and power will be manifest in our lives, our families, our nation, your church, and your world. We pray in the name of the wonderful Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Tonight we join with Presbyterian churches across our nation as we make an offering called the Christmas Joy Offering. It is for two purposes. It is to support the work of five educational institutions in North Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama, New Mexico, and Texas that bear witness to a continuing and ongoing mission initiative of educating young people in those communities and states. And the assistance program, which goes to assist the Board of Pensions and provide financial assistance for retired church workers for, who have financial and housing needs. Mr. Rogers, a Presbyterian minister, as well as a television personality, said, we live in a world in which we need to share responsibility. It's easy to say, it's not my child, it's not my community, it's not my problem. Then there are those who see a need and respond. With joy, let us see and respond to children we might not know, to communities near and far, and to problems of the world with the gifts of our life and our labor. Let us share in this offering.
I invite you to sing a prayer, a prayer of elimination, uh, as we join together and sing Go Tell It on the Mountain. into this time and place to hear that proclamation that Jesus Christ is born. Let us listen in the words of Scripture, first from the prophecy of Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them the light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with the joy at harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar of their cross their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there will be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And from the New Testament, this reading from the book of Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus, that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And it went so that all went to their own town to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, the city of David, Bethlehem, because he was a descendant, a descendant of the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, they came, the, the time came for her to be delivered, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and had gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see these things that have taken place. So they went 
with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed. And when the shepherds told them, but Mary treasured these things and pondered them in her heart, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. The word of the Lord. Where are you going? It's a question that we all answer and face in one form or another at different times. Sometimes we are quite sure about our direction. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes people tell us where to go. Sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes not. I wonder if Mary and Joseph were with us tonight, how they might answer that question. 
where are you going? Of course, they were going to Bethlehem. They were going because they were told they were going to be enrolled or registered, be part of a head count so that there could be a tax. But I wonder how else they might have answered that question. We know from Luke's gospel that Mary received a visit from an angel that shared with her what would happen. We know from Matthew's gospel that Joseph received a visit from an angel that told him about how things would happen. So they had some sense that this was bigger than simply a local event or a tax registration. Where are you going? Where am I going? Where are we going? We live in a time and a season when there are plenty of times and places where we want to receive a word about where to go. Sometimes we wonder. It can be as simple as running an errand. Did any of you have that experience this year? You think you're going to one of the stores that you know where it is, and you end up at one where you didn't mean to go. And there's all this traffic and all this chaos around. Or it could be more profound. Something's not going right in my life, with my family, at work, something in the world is bothering me, and I'm not sure which direction I'm going in. The good news is that no matter where we intend to go, and no matter where we actually end up going at this particular moment, God understands and receives and welcomes us as we are to come and to partake and to be fed and to make our way forward. We are living in a season of life where there is a particular coarseness in social interactions. Things that once were not polite now are considered okay. And we hear that in our social commentary, in our political conversations, in our family life. And we wonder, where are we going? And given all of that, there may be times and places where you don't want to go with certain other people down certain roads, family or friends or coworkers or just people on the street. And yet, we find ourselves having to go in these places, having to be with these people for whatever reason. Where are you going? And how can God be at work in your life in those moments when you have that question? Mary and Joseph started off by heading to be enrolled by the Roman Empire. And then the shepherds got the same question, or could have asked it. They were told to go to Bethlehem to see this thing that had come to them, that, that was announced to them. There had been this host of angels singing glory to God in the highest peace on earth to all people with whom God is pleased. 
So the shepherds did what Mary and Joseph did. They went. And beyond this, they opened their eyes. As they said, let us see what all of this is about. Let us see what this news is about. We have seen this evening the work of God that is being shown to us in places we might not want to go. And yet, and yet, let us trust the word that came to Mary and Joseph. Let us trust the word that came to those shepherds to simply go and tell and see. This is about God coming to be with us now and for all time to give us bearings and structure in our lives as individuals, as a community, as a world. This is about learning to trust and to share the goodness that God has made real and God has shared with us. So, when you think of that question, where are you going? Let us remember the answer. We are going to see what has been made known to us. May in this time tonight and in this season of the year, may you have made known to you God's love, God's grace, God's hope, God's joy. Thanks be to God. Amen. stand.
Please be seated. The prophet Isaiah said, Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. Come when you have no money, come buy and eat, come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the richness of the Lord. We come to this table not because we have to or we must. We come to this table because God and Jesus came to us and offered us a banquet table, a place to feast, to be nourished, to be encouraged, to find the things that we need in life. We come to this table from many different places. We come from Green Island and from South Columbus. We come from far and near, from Grandma's house or through the woods. We come from many different places, but we come. We come so that we may share what God has given to us, not simply bread and wine, but substance and love. And we come so that we may be nourished and in return share that with others. Would you please pray with me? Lord God, you come to us in many ways. You formed us in your image, and you called us to love and to serve you. When we were unfaithful and turned from your ways, you did not forsake us. You remained steadfast. You delivered us. You are the sovereign Lord, and you sent prophets to call us back. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus Christ to be our Savior, and in him your word dwells and is provided. Your word became flesh, full of grace and truth, and we beheld your glory. You, O holy Lord, blessed Jesus Christ. We ask and we know that he was born in humility, and he came to rule over all. Helpless as an infant, he showed the power of your love. Poor in things of this world, he brought the wealth of your grace. Rejected by many, he welcomed all who sought him. In his dying and rising, you gave birth to your church, and you delivered us from the slavery to sin and death, and made us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. Pour out your Holy Spirit, gracious Lord, on these the gifts of bread and wine, that this may be a way that we remember and are fed in the communion of the body and blood of Christ. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ. As this is bread is Christ's body for us, send us out to be the body of Christ in the world. Empower us by your Spirit to do those things that you would want us to do, and so that the world will know of Jesus as God with us. Give us courage to speak truth, to seek justice, and to love with Christ's love. Keep us faithful in your service until the coming for final victory, when we shall feast with all your saints in glory. 
through Christ, with Christ, in Christ, and in the human unity of the Holy Spirit, we offer our prayer, and we pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. On the night that he was betrayed, our Lord took bread and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and he said, Take and eat. This is my body broken for you. And afterwards, he took the cup. And he filled it. And he gave it to his disciples. And he said, this is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. As often as you eat of the bread and you drink of the cup, you proclaim the mystery that I will come again. Friends, these are the gifts of God given to you, the children of God. Trusting in Jesus with questions, with confidence, with uncertainty, with hope, simply being here means you are welcome to come at this table that is not our table. It is God's table. We will serve tonight by using intinction. There's our servers in the balcony and as well, and you will be guided to the stations. I invite you to exit through to your left and come down the aisle and come back around to your, uh, on the other side. And take the bread, pull the bread, or take the bread off of the, the tray and dip it in the cup and take a moment to think of the ponder, the, the wonder of this moment, the wonder of being fed and nourished in this way. I invite the servers to come forward. Come, for all is ready.
the light comes into the world. It shines in brightness, and it is testified in John's Gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him. Without him, not one thing came into being. What was, what has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will or of the flesh or of human will, but of God. The Word became flesh to dwell among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. As we share in the lighting of these candles tonight, please, um, you will, lighters will proceed from the front to the back and um, hold them. And as you do, ponder the light and the um, goodness that God has given into the world and has given to you. It doesn't take a very bright light in the world that is as dark as ours to cast a very large shadow and to make a very big difference. Hold your light. Know that you make a difference in what you do, who you are, and the way in which God loves you. I invite the candle lighters to come forward.
you hold in your hands a light, a real live flame. And it is a reflection of the flame that is in you, all of the good and light that is cast in a dark time and a dark place. Share it. Share the things that have been given to you by God in ways that will let other people know there is light, there is hope, there is love. I invite you to sit as long as you wish with your flame. But before you move, please do extinguish it. For you, in and of yourself, carry that flame always. So we have come to this time of place to celebrate the birth of Jesus. We came like the shepherds did because we were told. And now it is time for us to go, to go out into the world with all its messiness and uncertainty and questions and all the things that await us. But we go knowing that we know where the light is. The light of God shines in the world and it is given to us to share with others. Go out into the world and do the things that God is calling you to do. Amen. And Merry Christmas.